Hello, and welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Good morning, everyone. Buddy C. Welcome, Marla, Kate, and Craig. Glad y'all could make it today. Um, got some good stuff in this, uh, what is this, the 27th chapter? Did anyone get a chance to do any study on this beforehand or have any comments before we start? I did read. I read, uh, yeah, read it, um, both Wayne Dwyer and uh, our the TTC as well. It's an easy one. It's a really, it's living by your inner light. It's a great yeah, um, <laughs> The more I read it, the more I realized that this is about making everyone your teacher. Everything in your life is your teacher. Yeah. And that's what that inner light tells us, you know, is that uh, everything, every circumstance, every person, and when we start tagging things good and bad, we box them in and keep them from teaching us because we overvalue good things and accept things about how many times have you had something good in your life that you thought was good that you tagged that ended up being bad. Yeah, several. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Several things. A couple of them are named. Yeah, I could name a couple <laughs> couple have last names, you know, and then uh, uh, <laughs> and how about things that you thought were bad that ended up being very good, but it was hard for you to see the good because you 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 were not open minded toward that. I guess you could relate that to getting sober. <laughs> it's like how we we know it's so good for us to to stay sober, but some people just yeah can't. Well, maybe we took it for granted. Maybe we we took things for granted so much that we couldn't see the good in it. Yeah, that's true, too. Okay. Uh, Kate, you want to start reading for us, dear? Yes, I will. All right. I'll start with the first translation. A good walker leaves no tracks. A good speaker makes no slips. A good reckoner needs no tally. A good door needs no lock, yet no one can open it. Good binding requires no knots, yet no one can loosen it. Therefore, the sage takes care of all men and abandons no one. He takes care of all things and abandons nothing. This is called following the light. What is a good man? A teacher of a bad man. What is a bad man? a good man's charge. If the teacher is not respected and the student not cared for, confusion will arise however clever one is. This is the crux of mystery. The second translation. A good traveler has no fixed plans and is not intent upon arriving. A good artist lets his intuition lead him wherever it wants. A good scientist has freed himself of concepts and keeps his mind open to what is. Thus, the master is available to all people and doesn't reject anyone. He is ready to use all situations and doesn't waste anything. This is called embodying the light. What is a good man but a bad man's teacher? What is a bad man but a good man's job? If you don't understand this, you will get lost, however intelligent you are. It is the great secret. Third translation. A good traveler leaves no tracks, and a skillful speaker is well rehearsed. A good bookkeeper has an excellent memory, and a well-made door is easy to open and needs no locks. A good knot needs no rope, and it cannot come undone. Thus, the master is willing to help everyone and doesn't know the meaning of rejection. He is there to help all of creation and doesn't abandon even the smallest creature. 
This is called embracing the light. What is a good person but a bad person's teacher? What is a bad person but raw material for his teacher? If you fail to honor your teacher or fail to enjoy your student, you will become deluded no matter how smart you are. It is the secret of prime importance. The final translation. With enough practice, you could come and go without a trace. Speak without stumbling over words. Do complicated math problems in your head. You could build a door with no lock that nobody could open. You could tie not you could tie something down with no knots, even without even a rope, and nobody could pry it loose. Masters have time to help everybody and ignore nobody. They use their resources wisely, wasting nothing. Some people call this following the light. Good people teach others because they have the potential to be good too. Brains count for nothing if you fail to respect your teachers or to honor the potential in others. That's one of the most important lessons of Tao. Each paragraph has something different to say. And I'm interpreting the first part as um, having a really solid foundation of morals and ethics and values and that nothing can change that so you can move through the world with your own light. That's what I got out of the first chapter. The last chapter, I love the last quote I, I love, the last part of it, is my teachers have always said a good teacher is a really good student. A good artist lets his intuition lead him. That's out of the second one, the Mitchell translation. A good artist lets his intuition lead him. That's that inner light, Marla, that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Derek Lynn talks about when we get to that, I think it's him that talks about this, that this traveler is talking about not physical traveling in his thinking. It's not talking about taking a trip. It's talking about within our lives when we, uh, we, we don't leave tracks in other people's lives. That we, that we learn how that not needing knots is building relationships with other people and they value your opinion without you having to force it upon them. <laughs> you know, they're, they're friends with you willingly. They're not hostages. <laughs> so letting your intuition leaving, not leaving no tracks, you know, is, is talking about, I think of talking about being open-minded, you know, is, uh, and later on, it shows about value, valuing everyone. Everyone mm-hmm. has value. And, and that concept of not good, not bad. And so much of our boxes, once we call something good or call something bad, I was thinking about this, how many underlying thoughts go with that? I mean, how this box that I automatically put that in or that person, let's say I have a friend that we have a mutual acquaintance and I say, have you met such and such? Yeah, I didn't like them, blah, 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 you know, whatever it is. All of a sudden, I don't like them. (laughs) You know, I mean, I'm cautious of them, right? So like I've got this box and I'm not as open-minded with them as I should be. So... I restrict myself from being taught by them or taught by that circumstance. Yes. We've already, we've already made a judgment against them. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, it's really about living judgment-free is what yeah. this is about. Right? Yeah. 
Uh, the, the, the things I wrote down about it was um, I picked up on the good and bad as well because we've, we've spoken about good and bad before. So if if we decide something's good, then we always we always have to have something that's going to be bad comparable to it. Um, it talks about a good man and it talks about a bad man. Um, who are we to decide who's the good man and who's the bad man? Um, I don't think it's up to us to decide that at all. And what I read into that as well is um, with people like doctors. Um, they don't. They don't have the decision to who they who they see. They, they don't have the decision if you work in an emergency room who comes in the door. You, you don't get to say, "I'm not treating him because he's he's a murderer. Or he's he's dodges taxes." Um, they go by the Hippocratic oath that they they deal with everybody on a judgment court, a judgment free basis, and they deal with everything as as it as it comes. And once they've dealt with it, they just let it go to the next the next area, the next people that can deal with it. Um, I like the I like the reference to a good door needs no lock. Um, another one was a well-made door. Um, I quite like that. Um, I looked into that as in my life should be a, a door that, that doesn't have a lock. People, people have access to me or people have access to things that I know, but at the same time um, I have access to other people as well. Um, and I read into that sense of community, more particularly in things like the recovery um, if we have something to ask each other in recovery, the, 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 there are very little barriers in any of the groups that we're in. We can normally, if we're struggling with something, we can only just put a question out there in the SRC or in, in the individual groups that we're in. And we've got access to everybody else's doors. Um, everybody will always come up with a different um, a different answer to what we're looking for. Um, but nobody nobody should be or very very few people actually say this is this is your problem this is this is what you should be doing um we've always got access to a wealth of knowledge and um we never expect anything in return for people using that um which is i, I think is a great thing about the um the src and the, the groups that we're in um i read quite a bit of um, diligence in this as well uh, not leaving something half done um seeing seeing things through to, to closure um and also like the leaving no trace as well. It's like um, not muddy in the waters any more than what they already are. Um, we, don't, we don't leave things any more any more muddled or any more confused than, than what they are already. And we don't need them any more confusing, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. Honor the potential in others. I would agree with that diligence because it says, you know, it's saying don't, judge but it isn't just saying that it's saying what is a bad man's man but uh, what is a bad man but a good man's job it's not just saying you know not to judge people but it's like it's our job to work with the bad man it takes effort right it's not just don't judge the bad man but we have to work with the bad man you know yeah you're right the it's a good man's job to work with the bad man I mean, character defects. What if uh, if you thought of a character defect as the bad job? Oh. Ooh. See, what, it, oh. what? That's what I'm saying is breaking this down to the individual. Every circumstance, every emotion, every fear—they're all like jobs. <laughs> They're all um, these things, you know, that, that uh, uh, our teachers, each one individually is our teacher. Yeah. So, so how many times have I, like back to people again, though, I would tolerate behavior out of someone I liked that I would not tolerate out of someone I did not like. So me putting these good and bad tags on people box me into other boxes too. Yeah, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Marla's brain's exploding. We're <laughs> but and I think that's what the warning's about is that however intelligent you are, that you're going to get lost. If you don't understand this, you know how many lost people are walking around out there? 
here's one sitting here. (laughs) (laughs) And, And the thing is, we can be lost in aspects of our life, too. Yes. We let fear dominate us. We're lost in that area of our life. And that's all right. Well done. That's... (laughs) <laughs> but I, I was just thinking about it and I thought gosh this is so applicable I mean you wouldn't I mean from just reading it you know I was like I don't know what we're going to get out of this you know but praying and meditating on it and then the, the, the commentaries are real good on this Derek Lynn has some really good stuff uh, I started realizing I said hey I said everything is my teacher mm. every fear every emotion every joy Every happiness, everything is my teacher. There's, there's quite a bit of adapting to things in that as well. Acceptance, um, Acceptance great. Yeah. Like yeah. what? What do you mean? Well, if, if, I'm, um, if, I, if I've got a new intake of students for the Taekwondo, um, there's a lot of times I, I, I've worked with um, a lot of my students for the past three or four years. Um, if I got other people coming in, I know that I can say something and my older students, they'll be able to pick up on what I'm talking about, but the newer students don't. So I have to adapt or I have to accept the fact that I need to, not not the way that I'm teaching is wrong, but I need to I need to change the way that I teach so other people can understand it. Um, what I'm doing isn't necessarily wrong, but somebody might not understand what I'm doing. Um, so I need to be able to adapt to their, to their way of doing things to explain what I'm talking about to get to the exact same point that I was started off, which was what? Um, yeah, ex- acceptance. Acceptance is a big thing. I don't the even master, know that. The master is willing to help everyone and doesn't know the meaning of rejection. Mm-hmm. So she is there to help all of creation and doesn't abandon even the smallest creature. This is called embracing the light. So if we're talking about ourselves, let's say, and we're talking about character defects, fear. Let's say I have a fear of financial insecurity. Okay. I have to work with that fear and I have to be diligent and not uh, and continue the effort to let go of that fear. Even the smallest of fears, even the smallest of defects, even the smallest of things that cause me angst. You know, I, I can't uh, I can't know what rejection is, meaning that I don't experience it because I don't allow it. That's acceptance, you know, and the same with other people, too. If you put it, you know, come out to the 30,000 foot view, you know, and you start looking at people and different things, you know. But uh, everything is my teacher today. Every breath, what's in front of me is my teacher. Mm-hmm. Whatever that really, is. Life can be very amazing if you approach it like that yeah. all the time. With no rejection. Yeah. At the same time, everything is my student in the same moment. I mean, think how often uh, three or four of us have children. So uh, think how often you've you behaved a particular way because you were teaching your kids something or you were concerned that they were, you know. What if we approached everyone with that same concern, looking out for their well-being? in the same way how we would behave different and look at people as someone for us to teach something to because I'm, I'm selfish. And a lot of times I'll just look over people and do different things and uh, not be as concerned as I should be. But that's very human. Oh, it's human. You know, it's Uh, what it's saying is when we do that, we're lost. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's warning us that there's a better way. It does work like that, doesn't it? Yeah. 
We can, we can, you know, we've got reasons and excuses, but doesn't mean we're not lost. <laughs> we're still lost. Uh, you know, um, I talk about teaching yoga, not teaching yoga, but practicing yoga, but I'm, I am a yoga teacher too. And I was really never able to um, step into my role as a teacher of yoga because it's such a, to me, a big, uh, a, such a big thing that little old me, how can little old me impart such wisdom? Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like a big task, and therefore I didn't step into my role as a teacher as well as I should have. Well, it's good that you're seeing that, though, Marla, because that's growth, you know, and now you can start addressing that. So. Yeah, definitely. Melissa, happy to have you. We, uh, we're on the 27th uh, chapter of the Tao Te Ching. Uh, I put a link to that in the, um, in the chat. So if you want to take a look at the chat, it's there. You just wrote it over there. But, uh, but you can open it there, and we're, we're talking about that now. So uh, if you've got any comments or questions, just chime in. Y'all ready to go to the commentaries? Sure. Okay, who's got – anyone have Mitchell? I'll do Mitchell. If that, if no one has it, no, go ahead. I have it on my Kindle, not which I don't have with me. He says it's one of the most important chapters in the Tao Te Ching. First stanza. First stanza. I have been very. He's been very free with his translation. You know, he did the second uh, translation that we read. Um, openness to reality and open-heartedness needs to be made as clearly as possible. The original text reads, a good walker leaves no traces or tracks. A good speaker makes no slips or errors. A good calculator needs no counting sticks or tallies. A good locksmith uses no bolts or keys, yet no one can open. A good binder uses no ropes or cords, yet no one can loosen. All available people, which is his translation on down, says is because he is not attached to his own ideas. So where he says, thus the master is available to all people and doesn't reject anyone is because the master is not attached to his own ideas. While the master is open-minded. Wow. That's why he's the master. Because he's open-minded. Because he's open-minded, exactly. (laughs) You will get lost. I mean, you know, at the end where he says that if you don't understand this, you will get lost. He says means lost in moral judgments. So you start judging things, mm-hmm. and that's what causes you to get lost. Then he makes the statement, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is the tree of death. Explain. Just that in judging, in thinking that you know, <laughs> that's the path to death. All right. Not being open-minded, thinking you've got it figured out. The tree of good and evil I didn't understand. Yeah, well, he's, I think that's a reference to the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve and all that stuff. Yeah. The, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he says, is the tree of death. In other words, getting knowledge is death. Not being open being closed-minded, thinking you have it figured out. Yeah. All of that is what I think that he meant by that. Yeah, okay. But that's well, that, that was getting lost in moral judgments. Go ahead, Chris. That was, that was in the Bible. Yeah. When God said to Adam, if you eat off the tree of knowledge, then you, you'll die. That's true, yeah. Really? Yeah, Genesis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, um, then, then when Eve, when Eve popped along, um, the the snake, the snake told her to eat off the eat an apple from the, the tree of knowledge. Um, I don't think he fully explained the, the consequences to. No more Bible from you today, Craig. That's a plenty of Bible, okay? <laughs> I've never read the Bible. You've never. It's, it's a great book. Great book. You should read it. I heard it's number one bestseller. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah. Behind the Tao Te Ching, actually. <laughs> it's behind? No, no. The Tao Te Ching's behind it. It's That's number one. And then the, the Tao Te Ching's second. Second? 
Yes. Amazing how few people know about it. I know. <laughs> All right, Craig, you have the uh, Derek Lynn. Yep, Derek Lynn. So his um, his translation of is good traveling does not leave tracks. Good speech does not seek faults. Good reckoning does not use counters. Good closure needs no bar, yet cannot be opened. Good knot needs no rope, and yet cannot be untied. Um, therefore, sages often save others, and so, and so do not abandon anyone. That's where I got the idea of the doctor. Mm-hmm. They, they don't really have the option, but at the same time, that's 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 why they're there. Um, so, so that came into the, the job part. So that's, that's how I got to the, the part in the job. Um, they often save things, and so do not abandon anything. This is called following enlightenment. Therefore, the good person is the teacher of the bad person. The bad person is the resource of the good person. Those who do not value their teachers and do not love their resources, although intelligent, they are greatly confused. This is called the essential wonder. So what he goes on to explain with those is skilled travelers in the journey of life follow the path of nature. They do not force their way through obstacles or trample over fellow travelers. They leave no signs of their passing. If we are similarly skillful in personal interactions, we would also follow the path of nature and not use words to find fault in others. To do so would to leave unskilled skid marks all over emotional landscape. In ancient China, where he's, he's talking about the, the doors, um, talking, talking about the, the um, doors not needing locks and um, a, a well-made door, um, in China, the doors were locked from the inside with a wooden bar set horizontally. That's across the way. Thus, this line is talking about how we can capture people's attention so they naturally gravitate to us as if they are locked in, but without the wooden bar. The key is to connect with them at deep level and form bonds that are stronger than any knots tied with ropes. Um, I think places like the, the, the Share Recovery community is a great example of that. Um, I don't know about anybody else that's in the group, but I've, I've formed relationships with, with a lot, quite a lot of people in the group, um, and it's all just been through trust and um, being open to each other. The da, 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 da. Sages do not give up on anyone. Everyone plays a role and everyone has an impact. Good individuals can serve as teachers and examples for us. Not so good individuals are just as useful because we can observe the consequences of the negative actions and learn what not to do. So I can actually relate to this because I'm a middle child. Me too. Yeah, okay, right. So um, what usually happened in my house was my father, he's he's 18 months older than me, so he would usually do quite well. Um, I would think, you know what, I could do it another way. There's another way of doing things. So I would do things a complete opposite to him. I would get into trouble. And my sister, who's the youngest one, she would watch who get in the most trouble, and she would usually follow my, my older brother. <laughs> she, she, my, my sister's very enlightened. <laughs> um, I also made a note on that that because uh, we're talking again, they're talking about the good and bad, um, and the note that, uh, that they made on that was you know who we need to decide who's good and bad, um, and also on the, the part where it says enlightenment, um, there was a. There was a saying, um, a wise man asks those who have travelled before and the fool goes his own way. Um, mm. Rather than seeking seeking advice um, from those around them. Um, I think that could be related to, to trampling through life, just bumbling your way through, through things and stumbling and falling over everything, putting your path, and, rather than being open-minded and communicate with people. The last part of his uh, translation was, most of us do not value everyone equally. We develop likes and dislikes, preferences and aversions. We show some while attention, we shower some with attention while ignoring others. We favour certain individuals while finding others barely tolerable. Most of us pay lip service to the contempt of universal love, but few of us have actually practised this. Lao Tzu would definitely see us as greatly confused. So if you've formulated an opinion of somebody, we, we, we briefly spoke about this, it, it puts that prejudice towards them already. How do you get rid of that prejudice? How do you get rid of that bad thought of them out of your head? Are you How asking? 
you know, I'm asking you because I can, I can, no, I'd be, I don't if, 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 I, if I knew, I'd be telling you. The, um, you got to change I can get an email or a text or a, a phone call from one person, and the minute that I look at it, I think to myself, oh, this is just going to be trouble. This, this is just gonna, everything that I, every interaction I have with this person, it just leads to destruction. Um, and then you could answer the phone and you find out that you've, you know, he's actually done something for you. <laughs> so are we supposed to be trying to like everybody or are we supposed to just be finding value in the people that we don't like? I like the second one, Kate. Finding value in people we don't like. And figure out why we don't like them. Learning to accept that's, them that's where I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just seeing the bad and the, the bad yes, the previous experiences with with some people, rather than you know what, what I can learn from them. Maybe our approach, Kate, should be learning to accept them as they are, not putting any, not putting them in any box, which is a little different, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Leaving judge, you know, have you ever met someone you said, you know, I don't really like that, but I'm going to wait to pass judgment? <laughs> ever- it's, hard. it's hard to take the judgment out of it. Yeah, you know. But That's if a hard you, concept. It is. It is. But if you're, if you're learning not to pass judgment, you know, and say, I'll wait. If you just say, I'll wait, you know. And kind of just say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how this develops. I'm gonna see what you know. And I've had people in my life that my first impression was bad, but they ended up being really good people. You know, that's true. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm using those, <laughs> but you know what I mean? You know, it's yeah. uh, um, so yeah. I think we just have to learn to be open minded, and and learn to you know wait. And, and and not be so quick to judge, not so quick. Now, with you, Craig, mm-hmm. in your situation, my first question would be, why does this per? you know, you, is there something under that, you know, more than a text or a, is that a person that you have some kind of a anger or resentment with to begin with if it's someone you interact with on a regular basis and getting down, yeah. <laughs> So, and then you're aware of it. Yes. So this guy's your teacher right now. And then that whatever's under that is your teacher. And if you're open-minded enough to see that, then you're able to learn. And how many times have those guards gone up and said, no, I have this figured out. And my control comes in instead. And I lock down. And then I am this person of however intelligence I am lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As fear. fear. The result of loss is yeah. angst and disturbed and all that bad stuff, you know, that we're trying to, that we learn that's not in our best interest really, you know? So are we trying not to think of people as good or bad at all? Like we can't be like, Oh, he's a good person. I think it starts with just being open, Kate, that that if somebody's – I think we have to pass some kind of value judgment as to whether, you know – I mean, some people I'm not going to accept their counsel, you know, immediately, you know, and other people – I think that we just have to be open-minded, though, with everyone, that there is something to learn from them and that there's something that they can learn from us and not um, not be so quick to, you know, to put ourselves up here or to be subservient either. You know, maybe that's the idea. That, that's kind of the way I'm thinking about it. Because we, you know, we have people that we have people that we're around, you know, that a lot that we have to um, uh, make some kind of a, a judgment call on. I mean, I can't you know, open my house up to a thief, you know, I mean, I can't, you know, I've got to, you know, judge people in that regard, but, but yet uh, stay open-minded. So I think it's, it's tough, you know, it's tough to know where that balance is. But it's a balance. It is. 
And anytime we block someone out or a thought or we say we've got this figured out, oh, that's okay, I got this. We are lost. That's what this is saying. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking it's saying, you know. I'm sure when we come back around to this one again in, gosh, it's going to be over a year because, you know, there's 81 of these, probably a year and a half or so. I'm sure our thinking on this will be a little different. It'll be interesting when we start going through these again, mm-hmm. the one we did before, and see how much different what we're getting out of it is because it's all relative to our place where we are spiritually, I think. I quite like that where he says um, about being lost. Um, how many times do we? Many times we hear people leaving the group saying, "I've got this. I can. I'm in control of my, my my addiction. I'm in control of my drinking. I can. I can moderate this. I can moderate that." And how many times do you, do you know for a fact that within however long a period they're just going to be back to back to square one, um, because they are they are lost in the recovery. They may not have the they may not have the foundations or the the, the program. Or they may have it, but they, they may not be working um, to stay not in control, um, but to stay up to up to speed with what they need to be doing. Um, I could see that as a form of being lost as well. Skilled travelers in their journey of life follow the path of nature. Maybe this is about Kate in our relationships following the path of nature in our relationship we they do not force their way through obstacles or trample over fellow travelers they leave no signs of their passing if we are similarly skillful in personal interactions we would also follow the path of nature and not use words to find fault in others that's what Derek Lynn talks about this so I'm thinking that would be our approach to people not trample them, try not to find fault. I mean, how many times have I passed judgment on someone when it was none of my business? You know, their life was none of my business, and I just got in there and made it my business. If you become aware, you'll find you'll do that several times a day, several hundred times a day, <laughs> yeah. I think. And and so, I mean, how many times do I pass people and just by their appearance pass judgment? Exactly. We don't even know we're doing it anymore. We're so conditioned. But at least we can start with ourselves and our friends. Mm-hmm. Following that path of nature. It's back to the same thing again, you know. Yeah. You know, what does it say? Open ourselves to, up to the Tao. Um Trust our natural responses, and everything will fall into place. So that's what this is talking about. And this is a good time to mention, too, we, we talked before the meeting, and we're going to do a topic meeting next week. Marla is looking for work, and we were talking about how to do that within the Dow. Stay right-sized, effortless effort. What is our part, really? How much do we trust our higher power and how much, what is our part in that kind of a process? So we're going to all dig in to Tao quotes and the Tao teaching this week and all and see what we come up with to discuss next week. So we're all going to bring our quotes and things that we find and, and discuss this and see if we can put a picture, an applicable picture together of how to apply this in a real life situation. You know, how how do I stay right-sized with the Dow and do everything I need to for a new job or to find employment or whatever we're talking about? Mm-hmm. So, I think it's a great idea. I think it is, too. And it's the effortless effort, really, yeah. all of that. You know, how what is our part? How do, we, how do we do that? So we're going to talk about that next week. Remind me, and I'll mention at the end again. I meant to mention it at the beginning and forgot. Um, but... Uh, yeah, that's good. Are y'all ready for Dyer, or do we have? Yeah, let's do Dyer, and yeah, let's do do Dyer. Let's do Dyer. Twenty-seven uh, first. Um, living by your inner light, 
For just a moment, imagine your most valuable possessions, including a large cache of money, on a table in your bedroom, in full view of anyone who might come in. Now further imagine that your pile of precious jewelry, cash, and important documents is completely safe. There's no need for insurance, and no one could ever possibly steal your treasure. Is this state of complete trust possible? I think so, especially since it's encouraged in this 27th verse of the Tao Te Ching. The door, though having no lock, cannot be opened. The knower of the truth lives by an inner light. The illumination shines on the fact that stealing isn't the way of truth. So it's unnecessary to lock anything up. Possessions are safe among those who live by an inner light, which reflects the perfection of the Tao. It's the source you're encouraged to always carry with you and to consult when you feel the need for assistance or direction. Lao Tzu advises you to give without keeping an account or, or expecting something in return, for this is the nature of the Tao, and you are of the Tao. Giving is synonymous with receiving when you live by this illumination. Trust the inner light to guide you, for it is your heritage. Your origin is more from the Tao than from parents, culture, or country. The second the second um, paragraph, the knower of the truth lives by the inner light. The illumination shines on the fact that stealing isn't the way of truth. We're stealing. So how is he relating that to uh, our, our thoughts, the philosophy rather than the physicality of jewelry and cash yeah he's not talking about physical and he's i don't if you think about it i don't think he's talking about physical giving either no about giving of ourselves. so um you know his his verse says that be wise and help all beings impartially abandoning abandoning none none Waste no opportunities. This is called following the light. So if we've got that person that we've, that rubs us the wrong way, maybe the first question to ask is, what can I do for this person? How can I be kind to this person? I send love to this person. That's what I do. I try to do. I send love to you. I'll, I'll mentally say that. I won't say it out loud, of course, but I'll, I'll mentally look at that person. I'll send love to you. I don't like you, but I send love to you. <laughs> you have to put that in there, don't you? I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's what I'm thinking. You know, I'm I'm thinking that at that at that initial, especially you know, and with time, I can drop that I don't like part. You know. But it has to start with me getting some kindness out there and not abandoning that person. Because how many people in my life have I abandoned just from first glimpse? You know, happens all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. I think that's what it's talking about, Kate, as far as the judging part, you know, and how do I do this? It's about not abandoning them, you know. And in not abandoning, we don't waste opportunities. And that's following the light. That we help all beings impartially. Maybe maybe we need to pray for God to make us aware of the people and situations that we've abandoned. And that we be more aware and intuitive. This inner light you were talking about, Marla, from the beginning. to, uh, To see that. Because that is what keeps us from being lost. It's that mirror effect again, you know, that when we're giving, it's given back to us. So it's not important. I think it's most important that in our, that we're a giving person, that we're always giving out of ourself, much more important than, you know, 
if there's some money you need to give, that's a small part of giving. You know, when you think about giving, the first thing that I always went to was money, you know, yeah. but that's a small part of giving. That's a small percentage of what giving is about. Giving is about li living a giving life. And that's, that's what this is speaking to, that we don't waste opportunities to give. And that starts with an attitude of giving, which for me starts with an attitude of gratitude. You know, it starts with me being grateful. Because if I'm grateful for what I have, then I'm more apt to be able to share with other people and be kind to them if I'm being kind to myself. Anything else in the dire commentary that spoke to y'all? I had uh, a couple of things. <coughs> when you trust this wisdom that created you, you're trusting yourself. That's out of trust yourself section. Don't judge yourself or others. I am my own student and leave this opportunity to learn that I'm instructing rather than judging. I will now cease critiquing myself or any other and teach by being the Tao. And the way he teaches and instructs is by being. By sharing love, by being kind. What, what is it? Uh, another quote somewhere in the Tao Te Ching about uh, compassion is your greatest defense. Can I um, add in the Sufi pose? Sure. Poem. Yeah, yeah. At the bottom of this chapter, um, it goes like this. At, at some point, your relationship with God will become like this. Next time you meet him in the forest or on a crowded city street, there won't be any more leaving. That is, God will climb into your pocket. You will simply just take yourself along. Mm-hmm. The Tao, living with the Tao. No longer be lost. Right. That's all there is. Yeah. So simple. <laughs> what do they say? It's like digging the ditch. It's simple but not easy. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What no, What's our wrap-up here? Um, living free of judgment. Uh, Cheers to that. Giving uh, a quality of presence, not able to make distinction between good and evil, judgment free. Um, let's see what else I had. Make someone happy today. We can learn much from those we ignore. But I'm ignoring them. How can I learn from them? <laughs> lost, Marla. <laughs> Invite God along again. Open, get your pocket, you know, let him in. Come on. All is our teacher, including every circumstance in life, every circumstance, every person, every interaction, every emotion, every fear, every joy, everything is both your teacher and your student. Everything. Anything else, guys? Did that indicate, I know we were about how to deal with people in general. Did that kind of give you something? No, this was good. I think, I think I understand it pretty well. Okay. Because, I mean, you had the most valid question of the day was, okay, so what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do I, you know... Well, I like everybody, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, um, uh, if I'm just going to try with people not to pass judgment so quickly, right? you know, to keep an open mind and know that every person, every interaction, everything is, is a way that I can give. It's either, it either helps me or it helps them. Either way, I am helped. I like My life is better. Not leaving anybody out of that. Yes. Not as being impartial. 
Yeah. You know, and learning to smile at people that used to, I would ignore. Mm -hmm. That's a place for me to start. Yeah. When I go to Walmart, smiling instead of frowning, you know. <laughs> you know, so you know that's that's the kind of changes I think this is talking about. It's the subtle things, and that keeps us from being lost, and that helps us. You know, maybe the percentage of our life that we're lost starts going down. You know. Mm -hmm. Boy, that sounds so nice that I can make. I'm sorry? I could see some changes that I could make right now with people. I do too. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's some good stuff today. And I see why Mitchell said it was one of the most important chapters. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot there. Good. Good. Okay. Well, next week, guys, go through and bring all of your anything to do with effort or work or job or employment or and let's just try to focus on that and see what we find not only Dao Te Ching but also uh, any other Dao related writing you know that we can find quotes that would work and apply and let's dig through that next week and see what we can uh, see what we can find I like it I would like to give a shout out to Charlie Lavore with the Way Out podcast. He sent me a mug. Now, if you're looking for a good uh, 12-step or good recovery podcast that applies the principles of uh, AA, the Way Out podcast is would be good to check out. They do a good job. They're up in Minnesota. Um, That's a good one. That's all right. I still I love Omar. I just I love the way he interviews and who he interviews. It's I don't know. It's good stuff, you know, and, and I, I get different things from all of them because they all have their own uh, flavor. If you're looking for other podcasts, too, if you go to dailyaaemails.com, there's a, there's a service there. But underneath at the bottom of that is a whole list of podcasts. So oh. some of those may be good to check out. It's dailyaaemails.com. They provide a, a daily uh, uh, injection of into email if you and they're actually that's going to become a podcast in february but uh doing the daily with that yeah that's good stuff i think that's all anything else we need to discuss or are we done we all have a great week and we'll see you next week hello this is buddy c i wanted to make you aware of several recovery related resources that i've posted in the episode description these resources include a list of recovery podcasts a free sober meditation app daily recovery email, shared Google recovery calendars. Hope you put some of these resources to use and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends in recovery.